everyone, I'm Maylin. And I'm Mal. Welcome to our podcast, Aya Hodaya. This is episode 29. Ranch dressing. Hi! Hello! <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. I'm cold, but you know, I feel like I'm always cold whenever we're recording, so what's new? Yeah, I'm also well, I'm not cold because I'm sitting right next to the heater, but it is very cold outside. Um, it is currently, we're checking, come on, it's not swiping to the side, okay. Oh my goodness. It is currently zero degrees, feels like minus four with a wind, ch- with a wind, 10 kilometers an hour wind, so that's, it's fun. Wow, it is not that cold here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is also blizzard outside. It's, it's snowing really hard. Nice. I love that for you. It's. I don't. I really don't love that for me. It might be raining sometime today. Who knows? <laughs> for you or for me? For me. Okay, because I was like, for me, that just makes it worse. Because then all the snow turns into ice. No, why would I know anything about your weather forecast? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, if you guys haven't already guessed, since we're using another dip name, it's a freestyle episode. We're just gonna we're just gonna go for it. And I can't I can't think of that many other kinds of dip. Like what? Okay, we got hummus, we got baba ganoush, we've got ranch dressing, salsa. Oh, salsa! Yeah, we could do like pico de gallo. Yeah, pico de gallo is pretty good. Um, mango chutney. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we got we got some stash. Okay, okay. <laughs> <gasps> said Ziki. Oh, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we got some. It's okay. We're on right. that um freestyle grind because we couldn't think of anything to talk about. <laughs> we just can't think. I, like we we once you hit twenty nine different subjects, like we took a I week like off because like, we couldn't think of anything. <laughs> and I had to study for two tests. <laughs> I was like, it was like Saturday was really night, and I was like. I can't really think of anything, so do you just want to skip this week? And Mal was like, sure. <laughs> I was like, leaves me more time to study for the tests anyways. We're good. Um, okay, I should probably come up with a fun fact then, shouldn't I? Yeah. Okay. Um... and let me see if I can also fun fact us. Okay, once upon a time when I was going to a summer camp that I really hated, um, we would play Jeopardy, but like in teams because I don't know why, but we would like play Jeopardy and then one day some guy walked in and he was like, if you don't know the answer, it's always elephant. And then he walked out and I've always remembered that. (laughs) That is, that is quite something. I mean, he wasn't a random guy. He worked at the camp, to clarify. <laughs> just to clarify. Just, just some dude just came in and like, y'all. He's like, like, guys, this elephant. And then walked out. Oh, elephant. Okay, um, looking around the room for prompts to fact. Oh. I see my psychology. 
psychology textbook. Can I give you guys so funny. Please facts? give us a psychology fact. I'm trying to think of what we I've been studying. I've been learning about positive psychology in my class. Oh, that's so my my um prof, he's also a clinical like he's he's a therapist too. Um just like a little side hustle. Um, <laughs> but he Therapy he I positive. bet pays much more than teaching. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um but he uh, I think he uses positive psychology. That's, like, what he uses in his, like, therapy practice, which is, I think that's pretty chill, because positive psychology is, like, I, I don't know. I like it. It gives me good vibes. Listen, listen. Um, I know positive psychology makes you, like, more mentally healthy, <clears throat> but at the same time, it's, like, she's, my teacher's, like, oh, today we're going to learn about emotional intelligence, and I'm, like, yeah, I have none of that. No, thank you. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, come on! What were we learning? Okay, so the three units we did were language and problem solving. Like, I just had a test on this. What the heck? And then, after language and problem solving, it was, um, like, intelligence testing. And then the other one... Oh! I've got one. I've got one. Okay. <laughs> so, um... Everybody's probably heard of the IQ test. When you're in psychology, you study kind of in-depth how it works and, like, what the whole deal with that is. And so, basically, the whole premise of it is there's, like, a median average score. But that the questions, they, they evolve as time goes on to better suit the means of whatever society is at that particular time. Um, and it's a very Western thing, I should also add. So, like, people don't tend to use it in other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. um, but um, there's, like, a, a fang brain. Right, right, right. Okay, so in the 1930s, um, they had, that was, like, when the first IQ tests were used. And, like, the median score is 100. And the median score stays 100. That's, like, average IQ is 100 throughout all time. But as the questions change and evolve, technically, that score is not at 100 anymore. So if you were to give somebody an IQ test from the 1930s now and they had like 100 on the now test, they would actually have 115 on the IQ test from the 1930s because our average intelligence has increased as a population, which I find very hard to believe, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, with everything that's going on. Like, 15 might not seem like a lot, but that is, like, one standard deviation above average, it's and I'm like, just like... It's like inflation. Huh? Yeah, it is inflation. It's basically just intelligence inflation. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't add up. This, this, this don't add up. This don't add up. <laughs> yeah. This has been a very fun um, little segment of yours. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, what are we going to talk about? Do I have memes I can read to you? I don't know. We oh were my just, goodness. Like, we were just we were just talking, and I was like, I can just read you some memes, you know. I <laughs> listen. My entire week has been thinking about racism, which I don't want to talk about. But like so anti anti Asian racism in happening places because people suck, and then also like. The host of The Bachelor, Chris Harrison, said, like, some oh, shit, yeah. and I was just, like, pissed off at him, pissed off at everyone, and so, yeah, I have nothing to talk about other than racism. <laughs> I, I don't know if you've seen that Trevor Noah skit, but, like, he talks about, like, when he goes on Twitter sometimes, and he'll see people are, like, 
basically talking about somebody being racist or whatever. And so everybody's, he's like, everybody's just like, racism, racism. And then I go in there and I'm like, racism, what are you talking about? You catch me up later, right? Uh-huh. And I just, like, lose it every single time I see that. I'm like, it's so... that doesn't explain social activism. <laughs> it's really, it really is, like, some people are just peak performative activism. But, like, it's so weird because I was just thinking about this this morning, like, I'm not saying I'm part of, like, the Bachelor fandom, but, like, out of all the fandoms I've been in, that one is the most, like, white and conservative. Like, oh, yeah, I'm it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm just, like, scrolling through Instagram looking at these comments saying, like, oh, my God, he wasn't even racist. Oh, my God, it's okay. We forgive you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, you're you're just a bunch you of white conservatives right who, like... You ain't got the right. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just, like, wow, it... It baffles me because literally every other fandom I've ever been a part of has been, like, so queer and progressive. (laughs) And then there's just Bachelor. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, I don't know if this will make you happier, but... um, So, anyways, I... You... I don't think you know this, but I kind of have low-key an obsession with cows. I really like cows, like, a lot. I did not know that. This is news, okay. This is news. I've I've wanted to have a pet cow for, like, the past year and a half, maybe two years. And I know that ain't going to happen until, you know, way in the future, if it even does happen. Or never. Yeah, I said, if it even does happen, okay. But I have a cow board on Pinterest, and it's just a bunch of cute photos of cows. Oh, my God. And it's, like, my favorite thing ever, and I've decided that I'm going to name my cow Delilah, because that's just what I'm going to name That's such a good cow name. I know! I just, like, I, I was like, if I had a cow, like, I know what I would name my dogs. Like, so I have, like, a lot of dog name options, to be perfectly honest. Like, at first, it was, I was going to go with, like, three labs, and there was going to be, a like, a golden lab, a black lab, and a chocolate lab, and there were going to be Bucky, Sam, and Rogers. Oh my god! And then... And then I was going to get a Great Dane and name him Scooby. Um, and then I was going to get a little Dash and pinched, a Pincer and name her Pippa. And then <laughs> I was going to get the Labs again. No. I was going to get a Golden Retriever and name him Alex. And then I was going to get a Black Lab and name him Reggie. And then I was going to get a Chihuahua. No, it wasn't a Chihuahua. That was a joke. But the, I'm going to get another dog and name him Luke after, like, this new TV show I'm completely obsessed with. Um... But yeah, so then I was like, I've got all these dog names. What about a cow? What is a good cow name? And then Delilah. That's just like that's honestly manifested. that's just the perfect cow name. I can't believe it. Dude, it is. Okay, I've been going on a journey because I like to think about my future, and in my future there's a dog. <laughs> but I need like I can't decide what dog I want. Like at first I wanted yeah. a dachshund, and then they're like, but they have like so many health problems. And mm-hmm. also... Same with German Shepherds. That's why I was like, yeah. purebred German Shepherd, maybe not. And the, like if you were, and the really like cute ones are like long-haired, and I'm allergic to dogs, so I can't be dealing with that. So I need like, I you need a dog a, that's like... You can get a Golden Doodle or a Labradoodle. Yeah, Those I need a dog that won't shed and is hypoallergenic, but is also adorable and will love me and will go on hikes with me. That's my... Okay. I can I can show you my friend's dog. His name is Riley, the dog, not the friend. And um, 
he, I believe, is a Labradoodle. I'm pretty sure he's a Labradoodle. And he's the, just the cutest little monkey. Oh, my God. Oh. He's, like, a year old. He's ginormous. And oh. he is hypoallergenic, and he loves running around, and he's super energetic, and he just loves people. So, um, yeah, I, yeah I, would, I would look into the doodles. Oh, and see, this this was the type of dog I was going to get. This is my friend Joy's dog. That's adorable. And, um, yeah, her name is Tika, and she's adorable. I love her so much. See, okay, <laughs> I have a dog right now, and I love my dog, but... Luna's dumb. She's, like, so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and she, like, gives she gives my brother allergies, and but, like, I'm always around her, and I don't feel like I ever get reactions, but my brother does, which is unfortunate. But also, she, like, never learned how to socialize with other dogs, so she, oh my god, I don't think I told you this, but she got into a fight with another dog. She did? She got into a fight with another dog. Like, okay, my mom's friend came Sips over. the tea, literally. literally. <laughs> okay, my mom's friend came over to drop off some, like, homemade jam, right? And she mm-hmm. has a dog. And so she, like, walked over, because she lives pretty close. She walked over with her dog to drop off the jam. My mom opens the door, and she's like, oh, my gosh, hi. And she goes to pet the dog. And then my dog zooms out of the door, and they just start fighting. And then the friend's dog, like, (laughs) my dog got, like, this cut on her head. And it's, like, just now healing. It's actually insane. (laughs) Anyway, she got into a fight. (laughs) Okay, on the topic of tea, I have a tea meme. Okay. So, it's, you know, the Winnie the Pooh meme where it just gets, like, more and more, like, sophisticated mm-hmm. as you go down the line. So, the first one is spill the tea. The next one is chat the chai. The next one is conversate the chamomile. Next, discuss the Darjeeling. And then lastly, babble the boba. <laughs> and I thought you would appreciate that. I love how boba part. was the last one. Babble the boba. That's oh my god. Guard, get in your cell. Me, you can't make me. You don't run this cell. Guard rips off mask to reveal mitochondria. Actually, I do. <laughs> that reminds me of the powerhouse of the cell. That reminds me of this thing I saw that was like, if I ever went to prison, I would simply call myself mitochondria and then I would be the powerhouse of the cell. Oh, we love that. We, we love that. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, in the 19th century, physicians discovered morphine and heroin, which suppresses coughing at its source, the brain. And <laughs> there's a photo of this dude and, like, a Coke bottle, like, a bottle of Coca-Cola just being, like, shot directly into his face. And he's the minor cough, and the Coke bottle is heroin. Like, because I've seen, um, the, what's it called? Like, the one night cough syrup, whatever it's called, and, um, it, it, from, like, the 1930s, and if you look at the ingredients, the ingredients are morphine, heroin, and chloroform. Oh my god. (laughs) They're like, the cough won't put you in a grave, but we will. was it oh i've just been watching a lot of survivors now i'm looking at this article anyways i'll pay attention <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
god. I've been watching so much too. I'm, I'm, I'm addicted. It's very good, except when people are assholes, and then it's bad. Isn't everybody, like, not nice on Survivor? No, there are some people who are nice. I mean, like, the difference between, like, blindsiding someone, like, that's okay, but then, like, just being a straight-up asshole to someone, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know, there's this one season where they were at the tribal council, and one guy was like, oh, no, I'm gonna get voted out, better, like, make a big move, and then at tribal council, he turns to this other guy, and he's like, why haven't you told anyone you're transgender? Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, like, That was so bad. That was so bad. A little not good. No, like, you just, listen, if you're listening, you just simply don't out people. And, like, on national television, that's, like, so fucked up. That's, like, multiple levels of not okay. Yeah, like, mm, no, we're not here for that. But then it was good because um, the host, Jeff Probst, he, like, he was like, so we don't need a vote, right? Like, we all know who's going home. And then they're all like, yeah. And he was like, okay, dude, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah, but that was that was not Gucci. Oh, I got a scented candle. Okay, so <clears throat> there's a story. First part of the story is for my birthday, I got um, a gift card to a store called HomeScent. And, um, the store just sells, like, home Scents. decor items and, like, furniture and stuff like that. And so they sell <clears throat> scented candles, and I'm like, well, what am I going to get from Home Sense? And then I was like, oh, scented candle, because it turns out I actually like those a lot. But then my mom was like, we are not going to Home Sense, because I'm not taking you inside of a store, because oh, COVID, you right. know, like, we barely go inside the store to do shopping for groceries so we do like the online pickup stuff um but yeah so we were like Mm-mm, not happening and then um I was like sending out my grad photos to people and I sent it to um like a family friend of ours uh who was also my one of the leaders of my youth group for like the longest time and I love her so much she's a sweetheart and so her and her husband sent me um a giant lavender scented candle and a bouquet of roses and i was just like it's so sweet and now i have two candles and one smells like lilacs and the other smells like lavender they're both purple (laughs) (laughs) i thought you would like that don't you like purple i do like purple i feel like that manifested itself very nicely for you I don't, I, I don't think I've ever had a scented candle, though. They're pretty chill. Like, mo- like if, it, if it smells good, they're pretty chill. Yeah. Also, I got your letter. I forgot to tell you, but... I oh, you did? I got the letter you sent me. <laughs> yes, I did. And how was the book? How's, how's the book? Which book? The book I bought you for your birthday. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I've been reading so many books. No, it was good. I finished it in, like, a day. Oh, snap. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a graphic novel, so it wasn't that hard Oh, okay, finish, that's, but... that's explainable. Yeah. Under, understandable. I don't know why I said explainable. That's explainable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clearly, like, in another dimension. <laughs> I would say it's too early for this, but it's, like, almost noon, so... <laughs> eh, it's not. 
too early for this. It's okay. It's okay. What time do you normally wake up on the weekends? Well, this weekend, I've been getting up surprisingly early for the late hour I've been falling asleep at, around 8.30, 8.45. Oh, wow. Yeah, I would not do that. Well, actually, yesterday I woke up at 8 because I went on a, um, a hike with my mom in oh, the that's morning. nice. But usually on weekends, I wake up at 9 or 10. <laughs> Solid. I just, my, my body clock is weird. It doesn't let me do that. That's fair. How was your Lunar New Year? Did your family, like, do anything? Yeah, we, um, uh, okay, so for New Year's Eve on Thursday, my mom and I made one ton, and maybe my dad, too. I don't know what he was doing, but we made one ton, <laughs> um, <laughs> and that was good, and then on actual, oh my god, I have to tell you something, okay, but on, like, New Year's Day, we got, um, dim sum takeout, which was very good, I know. Um, I've been wanting some dim sum for forever, so that was good. Um, and then yesterday we had hot pot. So we don't, I mean, we don't do like any of the big like tradition things. And I know there are like traditional foods that you're supposed to eat, but like we don't do any of that. We just had dim sum. <laughs> but my, um, I was looking on Facebook and my dad's cousin, I think, that's how they're related. But anyways, so she posts on Facebook and she's like, she posts on Facebook and she was like, oh, all these fireworks remind me to wish my cousin Audrey a happy new year. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny that she called out my mom specifically to say happy lunar new year because my mom is the only Asian person she knows. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I was like, you're not going to just wish everyone a happy lunar new year. It's just my mom. <laughs> it's just my mom but okay you know like the beginning of the year is so whack because like so my mom after uh new year's eve new year's day like okay we literally didn't do anything for new year's um i think we did like a little zoom games night with some friends and then my brother and I were watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And right at midnight, they caught, like, the big bad guy of the season. It was oh. actually kind of cool. And, like, we didn't time it whatsoever. So that was pretty, that was pretty legit. Um, but um, then we were like, oh, it's New Year. Happy New Year. Whatever. It's 2021. <laughs> we weren't, like, super, like, excited about it or anything. And my mom's like, one down, two to go. What? <laughs> because we have the you have the the Gregorian New Year, which is on New Year's Day, and then or like the January first, and then you have um, the Lunar New Year, which is in February mm -hmm. and changes depending on the moon, and then you have Nauru's, which is like the right. like Persian and like Baha'i New Year that is in March, the beginning of spring, so March twentieth, twenty first, around that time oh, okay. it normally falls. And so, um, yeah, we've got now two down, one to go. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Year of the Ox. I was gonna, oh, right, okay. What are you? What are you? What's your... I'm a ram. Okay, it's oh, weird. Me too! It's weird because my birthday is before the Lunar New Year, so I'm... So you're like a different one than all of your friends who are Yeah, because after. I was born in 2004, so everyone's like, "Oh, you're born in 2004, that means you're a monkey." But I was born in oh, January. Monkey, that's so awesome. 
Why couldn't I be a monkey? Because you I'm weren't born in 2004. <laughs> no, but I like monkeys. I was born. I, I was born before the Chinese New Year, so I'm a ram. But like all of my friends are monkeys. <laughs> that is funny. You know, I tried. I, I know this doesn't have much to do, but for some reason, all of like the animals associated with the New Year's remind me like of astrology, just in terms of like the star mm-hmm. signs, because some of them have animals related to them, but. I tried to convince myself for the longest time that I was a Capricorn because I just love that so much. But my birthday was, I was clearly a Sagittarius. <laughs> you want to be a Capricorn? I wanted to be a Capricorn. I don't know why. Isn't a Capricorn like a, a goat mermaid? Like, I don't know what I thought yeah, was cool it's about a, that. Yeah, it's a goat. So I really am just like a mountain animal goat. eating anything, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, and that's I'm a kind Capricorn. of ironic because you're a picky eater. Yeah. <laughs> But, but like, anyways, I tried to convince myself I was a Capricorn, and then I was looking into it more, and, like, I don't believe in, like, the astrology or whatever. I just, sometimes I'll, like, read, like, up on it just to, like, learn more about, like, the mythology and stuff behind it, because it's, like, it's very rooted in Greek mythology and stuff like that. Oh, and really? So, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. These, there's these, like, dudes from Greece, and they were the ones who named all of the, the... Oh, the Greeks did like, everything. Like Orion, you know Orion with the Yeah, but he's a constellation, not oh I mean I guess the Zodiac. No, signs but the are constellations. constellations. The yeah, the, the star Orion, signs are constellations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Orion is not a zodiac. It's not so. a star sign, but um anyways, so and then I was reading up on it and then I realized Sagittarius is actually kinda cool. It's literally half person, half horse, and they they got yeah, yeah. Th- this is centaur, and they've got a bow and arrow, like, <laughs> and their symbol, like, when you, when you look at, like, because you know how they have all the little drawings, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a little bow and arrow, and I, I just, I'm like, that's actually kind of, per- okay, I, I, I don't know why you'd want to be literally, okay, I don't follow astrology either, but I actually hate, like, you know how you see those things on Instagram that are like, oh, each of the signs, whatever, and then it has, like, oh, yeah. the signs, so, I hate the stereotypes for Capricorn. Everyone's like, oh, they're, like, so hardworking and all about work and, like, want to be successful and, like, blah, blah, blah. So, like, straightforward and work, 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 work. I absolutely hate that. Like, with every fiber of my being, I hate the, like, Capricorn stereotype because I'm a Capricorn and I don't feel like I'm like that too much. But then I took the, um, for a psych, I had to take the Myers-Briggs Ooh, um, type I took inventory. that test recently too. And I got about that more. I got ISTJ, the logistician, and it basically said the same thing it said about Capricorns. <laughs> and I'm like, I hate every single personality quiz and like thing that's supposed to tell me my personality. I just think they're all a load of crap. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of the time I would agree with you, but for some reason this last time I did the the 16 personalities, that's the one, right? Yeah. Yeah, the last time I took that quiz, it was surprisingly accurate. I feel like, okay, I took it and I thought it was like accurate for like, like half of me. And mm-hmm. then there's also, but it's very like one-sided where it's like oh you just like to work and you're like so logical and whatever and I'm like yeah I am but also like 
the the way it puts it just makes it seem so boring yeah. and like no I one wants read, to be that person <laughs> i read through like the entire like article or whatever like the all of the articles they had and it it goes pretty in depth i was actually really surprised yeah, it does. but the first time i took the quiz i remember i didn't agree with my results at all i'm like i don't i don't feel like this accurately describes me and i had to take it in the 10th grade um but then i took it again um now because i think martha was taking some sort of psychology class or she just found the quiz and she took it and she's like what are you guys' results and i was like I don't oh yeah she posted that on instagram i'm gonna take it again and i'll i'll send it to you so i am isfj t and um oh, i'm also I'm, turbulent yeah uh, what does turbulent even mean i was trying to look at the difference between turbulent and assertive and i was like i don't know anyways <laughs> I don't think it matters as much. Yeah, anyways. So it says my traits, I'm 57% introverted, which I think happened over quarantine. Like, I got more introverted Mm. over, like, COVID. I just, people just, like, in certain doses at certain times. Only when I feel like it kind of thing. That's with me, too. Like, it's not like I hate social interact. Well, okay, I do. But (laughs) that's that's more of an anxiety thing than, like, an introverted thing. It's just that, like, when I hang out with people or, like, talk to people for so long, I get, like, tired and I'm, like, I need to, like, listen to my podcast and be alone for a little bit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anyways, and then I got observant, 51%, agree. Feeling, 67%, judging, 63%. Not gonna lie, I felt that because... I can I can be a judgy person sometimes. No, but that's not good. what it means. It's not like, but like are I you could. judgmental? It's like mm. the way you make decisions. You like look at things analytically before you make the decision. That's true, but I'm also a very judgy person. So I I, I am too, and I also got J. <laughs> yeah, and then there's um I'm the sentinel. That was my role, and then this uh I'm ninety percent turbulent. Nine. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what it even means. <laughs> Okay, wait. I'm gonna copy my password and go and look it up. <laughs> okay. I didn't take a picture of my results, but I was like, aside from introverted and judging, I was like 53% the other thing. So it really could have gone either way for me, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I was the logistician. Surprise, surprise. Turbulent defender. What's a turbulent defender? I know what the defender is. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Turbulent versus assertive. Oh, oh, you know what? You know what was really funny? I was going through, and it's like defenders you may know. Okay, and so there's Beyonce, Queen Elizabeth II, Aretha Franklin, Vin Diesel, Halle Berry, Kate Middleton, Anne Hathaway. I don't know that dude. Selena Gomez, uh, Caitlin Stark from Game of Thrones, Samwise Gamgee, Doctor Watson, and then I saw Captain America, and I'm <gasps> like, okay, I have a legitimate question. Did I morph? into this person because he was my favorite character or was I kind of already like that before because like I had no idea and then I read through it and like the essay they had written about him was essentially and and the things that they were drawing on from like the the articles they give everybody was like essentially the exact same as mine and I'm like so you really are just Captain America I just am okay I just, I, just I am, found the difference 
Okay, what's the difference? Please okay, assertive individuals are self-assured, even-tempered, and resistant to stress. They refuse to worry too much and do not push themselves too hard when oh, it comes to yeah. achieving goals. Yep, I see. I see where it's going now. Okay, turbulent, turbulent, stressed. Tur- no, no, shh. <laughs> turbulent individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. They are likely to experience a wide range of emotions and to be success-driven, perfectionistic, and eager to improve. <laughs> do so you feel accurate. called out <laughs> I, I don't like this because i'm in it <laughs> what's wrong with this picture i'm in this picture and i don't like it <laughs> oh my god that called me out i understand now i understand yeah it's definitely it that is this is 100 percent accurate and i i'm i would have i would have even accepted it if it said 100 percent turbulent like honestly it's hilarious that you got 90 (laughs) percent i got like oh i actually had to turn my percentages into my let me look at google classroom into what into um i was writing a thing about it for my psychology class Mm. New career paths. Let's see what they say. Oh my god, mine were all boring. They were like data analyst and like I don't know, like systems administrator. I was like, excuse you. <laughs> oh, okay, I got um for mind I got introvert eighty five percent, observant fifty three fifty three percent. Thinking, 58%. Judging, 65%. And turbulent, 57%. Snap. Okay. Um, just wait. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my strengths and weaknesses. Um, my strengths, honest and direct, um, responsible, um, and my weaknesses, insensitive and judgmental. <laughs> Natural counselors, technical support, and interior designers. Interior design. Um, where they are able to help others one on one without having to worry about corporate politics. Interesting. Um, it says fields like academic research and corporate strategy are too intangible and too impersonal, impersonal to use defenders' strengths. I agree with that. But, like, the, the photo they have for a defender is, like, a nurse or, like, a doctor. Mm. And so I'm just, like, ooh, manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's see what the my weaknesses are. Okay, strengths are supportive, reliable, and patient. Mm, a little iffy on the patient. Imaginative, <laughs> observant, enthusiastic, loyal, and hardworking, good practical skills. And then the weaknesses... Humble and shy. Mm, I don't know. Like, I would like to think that I'm humble, but, like, I, I honestly, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Like, you would need to ask somebody else. Um, take things too personally. Definitely. Repress their feelings. Also, definitely. Mood. Overload themselves. Definitely. <laughs> uh, reluctant to change. Most of the time. Too altruistic. This, what does that mean? This Just, you're too nice. You're too giving. and reinforced by defenders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just give my heart away. Take it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Why is it so accurate? I don't like it. I don't, know. I don't like it. There's this podcast.
podcast that I listen to, and someone on the podcast was a psych major, and um, she was complaining about the Myers-Briggs test, saying how, like, it's bad and not accurate, and I am curious to know why she thinks that. I should just ask my psych prof. Yeah, I mean, opinions on my, my psych teacher was basically like, what is what does this say about you, and like, do you, like, what parts do you agree with, and what parts do you disagree with, so I think she was, she's not saying, like, it's totally accurate, but more just, like, yeah. this is interesting, and, like, and, like, I'm curious to see might, what you guys get from it. Yeah. Okay, just ignore me, but I have to do this before my hair dries, otherwise it's gonna poof. So. What are you doing? I'm putting stuff in my hair. Okay. <laughs> And my headphone fell out. Why am I not surprised? You know what? I'm going to ask her right now. Ask who? The person who doesn't like the Myers-Briggs. Wait, so who is it that you... Um, it's Kayla from the podcast Sounds Big But Okay. And since we have, um, they have a Discord server, I can just ask her. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool to be able to, like, communicate pe- with people from, like, the platforms you're interested in. If that yeah, sense. it is so cool. And, like, they just made a Discord for um, um, the other podcast I was talking about a while ago called Inch of the Gridge. And I thought it was cool because, like... Oh, that's theirs? I didn't know that was theirs. No, 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 no. I mean, Kayla's also oh. on Inch of the Gridge, but it's her and, like, her other friends. Oh, okay. So it's cool to Is be Kayla able the to... the curly-haired one or yeah. the other one? We sound like okay. such stalkers anyways. <laughs> no, I just saw their Instagram once, and that's all I remember. Yeah. Is there was one person with really awesome curly hair. I know. <laughs> I was, like, I was, like, looking at her hair, and I was, like, yo, I kind of want your hair. <laughs> like, why can't my I hair be that. like that? <laughs> curly-haired person, I wholeheartedly felt that. Oh, my God. It is literally dumping buckets of snow outside. Dumping buckets. Imagine having it snow where you live. Could not be me. Did I ever tell you about the one time I very confidently told my fourth grade teacher that it doesn't snow in California? Oh, yes. You did tell me about that. (laughs) He just looked at me. He just... I was, like, acting like he was stupid. I was, like, it doesn't snow in California. He was looking at me. He was, like, yes, it does. (laughs) Anyways, California is a genuine state. (laughs) Wait, is it Meyer Briggs or Myers Briggs? I don't know. I love how this is just basically us talking and recording it. It's like That's, I'm doing listen, my hair. You're... The only thing <laughs> this podcast is good for, like, apparently we have an established audience of five, and I don't know who has been listening. And like, if you Aside have your parents, yeah, if you have been listening, like, thanks. And also, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yes, we apologize greatly. This is but just turned I, into a I feel like, bit of, like, a, a gong show. I feel like this is just turned into, like, me and Mal talk, and then, like, our parents kind of listen in on our conversation. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't even know if my dad still listens to it, though. <laughs> anyway, so about those drugs we did last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay, um... 
Oh, I should ask your opinion. Okay, so I've been doing this thing lately where I take like two front pieces of my hair and then I braid it and then I put them back like this and it's oh. pretty cute. Should I do that? And then and then I have this like super kind of 90s rock band outfit that I wear and it's like black jeans and like a leather jacket and a white t-shirt with like a necklace and bracelet and rings and all the jazz. Should I, should I okay. do that? Okay, my <laughs> question is, is that the impression that you want to make in your new YouTube channel? I feel like my style is so all over the place that sure, like I honestly then go for it. It doesn't really matter to me. It's, I mean, I'm just thinking like it's a first impression, you know, and it will be like your first it's video. True. It's true. Okay, but do you want to see? Because I have a photo of what it looks like. I would like, like to I see it last week. And if you're listening to this and you're confused, um, Mal is starting a YouTube channel, and maybe she'll get famous. <laughs> maybe I will because everybody is telling me, uh, me and my friend who was starting it. That, like, except for my brother. My brother is determined that we're going to fail. But aside from him, everybody is telling me that the idea is such a good premise and there's, like, not enough content out there for Canadian schools that it could have Yeah, I feel like it is a really good idea. And if there is not such a big community, like, uh, about that on YouTube, like, you can, you have the potential to, like, be really good and skyrocket. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, go with that. Go with that. I like it. Yeah, I know. It's so like, nice. I, and then I can wear my lipstick too, which I never get to wear because of COVID and my mask. I met someone who's like a YouTuber, but she's like a bird YouTuber. And she's like the biggest person in the bird tube community because there's not so many. What's a bird YouTuber? <laughs> she just talks about birds. I don't know. <laughs> I love that for her. I know. It's so cool. And she's like basically famous within the community because it's so small so you guys can be like that too yeah because so what we were talking about was um i'm pretty sure she wouldn't mind if i said her name but isabel and i what we were talking about is that um so when she was applying and stuff a lot of people when they apply to universities and things like that they go to youtube to look for videos on like tips and tricks to do for this or like things to look out for how to get through this and you know people watch crash course with Hank Green to survive their science courses. Like, I literally did that before my chemistry midterm. Mm -hmm. But, so we were thinking, there is, like, literally nothing on Canadian universities and, like, tips on how to apply to them. It's all, like, how to apply to Harvard, how to apply to Stanford, how to apply to Yale, and we're just, like... Yeah, because as we all know, Americans are the only people that exist anywhere, and we're, like the center of the universe obviously i know anyway so it's really <laughs> annoying and when we were both applying to ubc there was literally no help it's so hard to get in contact with like the admissions office and everything it's just it's a nightmare and so we kind of had to stake it out by ourselves and just figure out how to do it and try and see if we knew anybody else who had applied to the school who could give us like tips and tricks on how to do stuff and so we were like, this could actually be really helpful also because UBC is one of the top 40 universities in the entire world. And so a lot of people look to apply to it as well. And it's not like not just Canadians, like internationally. So and it's got like one of the best commerce programs from what I've heard. It's like really prestigious. And so, um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. We're making a whole video just for the UBC application because um I think the UBC application is the only application for university in Canada that requires you to write a bunch of uh, short essay, uh, like answer to a bunch of short essay questions. Mm -hmm. So like I had to do, 
like one that was under 100 words, another one that was under 250, another one that was under 250, one that was in between 250 and 300, and then a bunch of other tiny things, like short answered questions and stuff like that. And then I had to get it proofread a bunch of times. It was just a nightmare. And like, I had, I just had to do it by myself, you know? It was not like, I couldn't really ask my parents for help f with it, not because, um, you know, like they couldn't do it, but just because like, it's, it's so personal, you, you just kind of like, I don't, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah, for but, sure. Um, it's really funny because I did end up getting accepted into UBC. Woohoo! Um, but my dad was like, you should decline their admission just for what they did to me when I came here. And there was like this whole bunch of like dumb school politics and whatever when he was trying to get his architecture degree, like his Canadian architectural degree. And so um, he ended up not being able to do it um, just because of a bunch of like racism and whatever in the system, which is really annoying. Um, so he's like, you should just... You should just do that. Say because of what you did to my dad, I'm not going to your school. <laughs> but I am debating on figuring out if I can use it as leverage to get some perks at a different university. You know, like, hey, these people want me. If you want me too, like, you, you might have to give me some deals, guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, don't, like, take this with a grain of salt, but I think... It would make sense for, like, colleges and universities to, like, look at what other places you've been accepted to. Yeah. Just to see, like, oh, that person, like, has been accepted by this school and this school, which are both, like, really good schools, and maybe we want to extend our offer to them or something. Like, I don't know. That would just make sense for me, but I don't know if they actually do that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure if they do, to be perfectly honest, but, like, I don't know if it works. I know it works for athletes, people who are going on yeah. scholarships, but I'm not sure if it works for people who are like, unfortunately, which doesn't make sense because the whole point of university is academics, like academically excellent people, like, you know, mm. it's just college and university is bad. I mean, they want to, they want to raise their like they are standing in like a bunch of different things like we want to have like a really high average gpa of our graduates or we want to be like number one in division one sports or whatever so i mean they just want to it's all about narcissism honestly <laughs> mm -hmm. like university education isn't even about education anymore it's about it's business it's a business they're just pawning you out of your money and like the thing is like when you go into stuff like law and med school you can they can hike up the prices because they know you're going to be able to pay it off you yeah. know but that you're not accounting for dropouts you're not accounting for people who maybe like they, they don't get a job afterwards you know even though it's a pretty stable field like I'm sure it's happened to somebody where they've gone to med school and they can't get a job you know also, like, like med school once. is so long. Like, at least if Grey's Anatomy is at all accurate, like, you spend so long being, like, an apprentice and, like, moving up in the ranks before you become, I'm like... I'm pretty sure in that case it's it's accurate. Um, so I have to turn off my phone, otherwise it's going to keep going.
I don't know if you can hear that, but <laughs> anyways, but I think it's pretty accurate in that sense because med school, so you do four years of your undergrad mm-hmm. and that's if you take the regular amount of time. Some people can do it in three and other people take five to six years to do their undergrad, depending on like how many courses you take at a time. And then there's the option of brain work words no and then you go into med school yeah med school i think is four to five years i'm not entirely sure it's something like that and then after your four to five years you do one year internship five years of a residency and then five to seven years of a residency plus specialization within the residency and then you can work yeah so med school is like process it's it's literally like 15 years yeah. But, like, only, like, ten of those years are spent going to school, and the other five is spent working, but you don't technically. Right. Like, you know, you're not, you know, it's, it, it might be a little different in America because of the, they don't have, like, uh, government-run hospitals, because, like, that's what it is here. So, like, the, a hospital, like, the doctors and stuff here, they don't, it's not, like, private institutions, they get paid by the government. Yeah, I have no idea how it works here. I just know what I saw on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was very interesting, though, looking at, like, watching Grey's because it's in it's set in the States and, like, just looking at the differences between the, like, oh, yeah, this is a private hospital. It has people own the hospital. And I'm, like, so if I was, like, a billionaire or something in America, I could just own a private hospital, you know, and I could just open a hospital. Like, that's a thing I could do with my money. Yeah. Yeah, you could. I feel like some random, like, billionaire or actor or something should just open up a hospital and everybody's like, huh? What you doing, hun? <laughs> like, I swear I'm to sure God. it would be a lot more difficult than just, like, throwing your money at someone. I know, and being, I know. Like, I want a hospital, a... please. <laughs> I want a hospital, please. Can you build me a hospital? I'll give you a billion dollars. <laughs> Oh my god. Should we move on to highs and lows? I think we should. Um, okay, what is your low? We're gonna start. Um, um, my low is racism. My low, okay, more oh specifically, <laughs> okay, more specifically, my low is people who talk about anti-racism and being inclusive, but then they don't include Asian people. Like, that pisses me off. And Wait, I just, like... Why include Asian people? Because Asian people are <clears throat> kind of awesome. I like, saw... Thank you. I know, I'm kind of awesome, you know? Um, I mean, I have just been seeing so many things. People being like, oh, we're inclusive of, like, you know, black, brown, indigenous communities. And I'm like, you forgot something. <laughs> or, like, people who... Usually white people who think, like, being inclusive is just, like a good mix of like black and brown people or like or like diversity is like oh we have two black people in this room full of white people like we're so diverse and I'm like that's not that's like nowhere close to diversity and it just makes me so upset like include Asian people in your anti-racism like please for the love of god (laughs) yeah I'm I'm with you on that it just it we need to be like I mean, entirely inclusive, not like and there's just selectively. There's just so much normalized racism against Asian people, and it's like no one says anything about it unless they're Asian. And I'm just like, 
I'm tired of it. <laughs> I don't know if this makes you feel better, but going back to Mal's fun fact on the IQ test, but it's actually scientifically proven that Asians get higher marks on IQ tests than um, uh, white people. And it's because, I think it's because of stereotype threat, but it's a I different think... kind of stereotype threat. Because in, in terms of like the black indigenous latino communities that stereotype threat causes anxiety in order to perform well and then they don't perform well but then in the asian community it's just already expected that they'll do well and then they they do well yeah i think it has a lot to do with the model minority myth where it's like you're supposed to be like good minorities and like be really smart and everything i was watching a video and someone some black person was like oh you got to some asian diet she was like you guys have like such good stereotypes i want good stereotypes and i was like there's no such thing as a good stereotype shut up (laughs) 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 my god (laughs) just ignorance ignorance anyways that's my low (laughs) some stereotypes are better than others though but they're also like she was talking about, like, oh, the stereotype that, like, all Asian people are good at math. Like, that's not a good stereotype because it causes pressure for people to does, be good at does. math. And it enforces the model minority myth, which we all mm-hmm. know is a load of crap. So it's not a it good is. stereotype. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, what is Milo? Uh, Milo is that it snowed. Not not a big fan of the snow. Um, and that my back hurts. Uh, but, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Pretty chill. Oh, and I have a test on Tuesday. Oh, that sucks. Good luck with that. Thank you very much. Uh, what is your high? <laughs> oh, my high is that I have a break this week. All week. Yay. I have the week off. And it's I have also... the week off for my university class, too. It's reading week. Yay! Nice. And also, um, just my English teacher likes me, and I talk in her class substantially more than I talk in any of my other classes, which is good for me and my public speaking i guess and yeah mm-hmm. it's been, is it's it miss p yeah she's good she's cool solid we love her yeah um i was gonna say something what is my high oh, okay my high is that i had a five-day weekend um which oh. was really nice i got thursday friday off and then i also get monday off because it is family day in most of canada but louis riel day in manitoba and islander day in prince edward islands i don't know why i turned that into a song <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's been, it's been pretty chill, and there's been, like, you know, some minor things that have been making me happy, like, playlists and music, and uh, just, like, you know, liking the little things, appreciating those. Yeah, and... that, that is the key, I feel like, to, mm-hmm. like, just appreciate little things that happen. Mm-hmm, yeah, so that's. It's really nice. Oh, and the, the last episode of WandaVision was just Mwah. so good. <laughs> and I made, like, a WandaVision meme, and it was pretty funny. Um, I, The only reason I didn't share it with you, because I wasn't sure if you were watching it, and I didn't want to spoil it. No, my mom really wants to watch it, so I feel like we'll have to watch it at some point. Yeah, you should you should watch it. It's really good. Um, So I won't spoil it, but once you once you get past episode uh, five or episode six, let me know. Okay. And um, <laughs> and just it's in the '80s themed episode. So then, tell me that, and then I will send you the meme. Because will it's really do. Good. 
and my mom even laughed at it and my mom doesn't laugh at like fandom memes but she laughed at this one <laughs> are you sure it's be- it's like not because you're her daughter and she has to laugh no i'm sure like my my mom if she doesn't find it funny she will not laugh she'll That's be like i don't fair. get it or just she's like i don't know <laughs> and then my dad my dad who i thought was gonna laugh actually only laughed because my mom was laughing <laughs> like she's laughing <laughs> Anyways, it was pretty funny. So, um, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Anyways, this is episode 29 of our podcast, Aya Hodaya Ranch Dressing. I'm Mal. And I'm Malin. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.